Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television. I am your host, Jeff Pedowitz. Today on CMO Insights, we have Bob Canaway, who is Chief Marketing Officer of Black Duck Software. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Happy to have you. So tell us a little bit about Black Duck. Sure. Um, you know, I think the easiest way to, to start to describe Black Duck is, uh, is to go back to something Mark Andreessen once said, uh, software is eating the world. Uh, and I think if you looked around, you'd see that software has, has already eaten the world. It's in, you know, it's in, in your phone, in every device that you're using. It's on your thermostat. My light bulbs I can turn on and off from here. And so they're running on software. Um, and what we've seen is that open source is the major driver in uh, helping organizations create software, right? We see 30 to even 98% of software that these organizations are creating is based on open source. And so what Black Duck does is we help our customers find all of this open source that they're using and then manage and secure it uh, against potential uh, uh, security vulnerabilities. And there's, there's about 75,000 known uh, vulnerabilities wow, in open really source. Cool. So now who is your target audience then for that? Pretty much any organization who builds software. Um, so ISVs, right, software companies like Black Duck and, and others, uh, Marketo, for example. Um, but we also work with organizations uh, like GM, Intel, right, who, who use software internally or, or in cars, in, in that case, in the in the cars themselves. But, but they're using software as an internal advantage, right, so they can manage their organization. Uh, organizations like major banks, right, who who probably have more software developers than all but the largest software companies in the world. Um, you know, they they run their whole business on on software. Uh, GE, right? Like like GE. You know, they make you know jet engines and turbines and, and light bulbs, right? They want to be a software company, right? They just moved to Boston, so pretty much every organization uh, who makes software could be a Black Duck customer. Wow, so that's a, definitely a good audience pool. So. Yeah, you know, you've been you've been a marketing executive for a while. In your opinion, what's changed the most over the last few years, and what and what are some of the bigger challenges that you've had to face? Sure, I think I think the the, the biggest thing that's changed is um, is the end to end uh, ownership of the customer uh, and interactions with the customer uh, that that marketing has had to take on, at least from a digital perspective, right? And so. We have to be concerned with how somebody gets introduced to Black Duck into the problems that we help solve through PR and other awareness building activities. We have to manage the initial interactions. Um, I was just looking at research, and you know, I think a lot of people have seen this before. You know, the, the, the first time a typical buyer, B2B buyer, wants to talk to a vendor, i.e. our sales guys, is at about 57% of the buying, 57% uh, the way through the buying journey. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, we really have to be concerned with that that time that they're not we're not able to reframe what they're learning out there in the digital world or with with their with their peers and, and other colleagues. Um, but what's really interesting this is something that I, I saw recently um, that buyers are only interacting with vendors about 17% of the buying time, right? And that's all the vendors. So if we're lucky and we're really good at at, at monopolizing their attention. Maybe my, my sales reps have 10% of their time, maybe like seven or eight, um, you know, and the rest of the time they're being influenced by everything else that's out there, including our web content uh, and our digital marketing. 
uh, all the way through to them becoming a customer and then them uh, renewing, hopefully, and, and being a customer for life. So that gives you a very little sliver then to get done what you need to get done. At least face-to-face. Um, but what's, what's really interesting is that, that you see buyers come to the vendors uh, looking for help. Right? They, they have a job that they need to accomplish at every stage in the buying journey. Right, They, they need to form a group of people who are going to help make this decision, or they need to understand the vendors that are in the marketplace, or they need to understand the problems that we're helping them solve at the early stages. As they move through, even late stage, they need to feel good about the purchase. Right, They need to know that, that what they're buying isn't going to get them fired you know, in, in three or four months if it fails. Right, And so, so marketing can help them along all of those stages. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me how you're building your team. What kind of people do you look for? Um, how are you structuring your talent today then maybe a little bit differently than you would have done a few years back? Really good question. Uh, so I, I came in to Black Duck about 18 months ago. Um, when, when I got here, um, there really wasn't a what I would consider a modern marketing organization. Um, you know, there really wasn't much of, of a marketing organization. There was, there was a a, a pretty good time period between the last person leading marketing uh, and when I joined. Uh, and so um, we're, we're about 22 people in marketing right now. Two of them have been here longer than I have. And so wow. so I have a really good perspective on on sort of how to build this team up from the, from the beginning. And, and, and frankly, what I look for most is uh, are people who are able to excel in, in, in different settings uh, over time. Because one of the things that, that happens, we talked about this buying journey, the other thing that's happening is, is the world moves really, really fast now, right? And we're, we're able to, to make really agile decisions and then be able to make course corrections to our plan. Um, you know, I, I kind of go back to like, like, you know, you put a marketing plan together at the beginning of the year, and that marketing plan is, is, is out of date by the end of January, right? And so you know, so more likely you need people who can build a marketing framework, right? And then look for opportunities to uh, increase their value back to the company. And so the, the way that I've, I've organized marketing is, isn't untraditional. Um, we have, uh, you know, product marketing, which we had to build up and create for Black Duck. We have content marketing and web marketing. Uh, we have strategic communications, which is mainly involved in, than more of the traditional stuff, right? Like PR and, and, and analyst relations. Um, we have marketing, like sort of business analysis, right? Really looking through the data, trying to understand trends, trying to help make sure leads don't get dropped between marketing and sales and then making sure that, that sales is able to follow up with those leads effectively. Uh, and then demand generation, right? Which is really focused on capitalizing on the, the, the uh, efforts that we're putting out into market awareness and bringing companies back to Black Duck who are ready or able to buy. Um, and so when I, when I look for people, I look for people who can fit into, into their, their function um, and be experts in that, that aspect. Um, what I'm really looking for people are, are, are people that will own their dealings, right? That I want people who, you know, I mean, I've watched program managers here chase leads all the way into you know, sales meetings uh, because they, they really felt like there was something there was being missed, right? That's, like, what that's, I charge right in the middle of a sales meeting and say, hey, you know, where's, <laughs> what's going on with this? You know, and, 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 and they become customers, right? And, and this team's yeah. built up a lot of credibility um, because they're able to do that. Um, I look for people, there, there's a, you know, and I don't know, I don't know, I'm trying to think of where it started. Uh, I worked at Intel when I got out of college 
And Intel had this philosophy of, of disagree and commit, which I really liked a lot. So you're a 22-year-old kid just getting out of college, and you're given permission to tell somebody who has 30 years of experience your opinion on something, right? And then when they make a decision, if it's their decision, you get 100% behind it, right? And, and we have that inside of Black Duck's marketing culture. Um, you know, we're, you know, and part of it is to figure out who the decision maker is. And, and all the time, it's not always me, it can be other people. And then to allow the decision maker to, to be challenged, right? You know, politely and, and professionally. Um, and then everybody gets behind it. And what I found is it's not, it's not the decision that's the important thing, right? Because no, there's no, there's, I don't think there's any exactly right or exactly wrong decisions in business. It's all a matter of gray and, and trying to get as close to the, to the right as you can, to the right decision. Um, but I do know that if you can't get everybody behind the decision, even if it was 100% right, it's going to fail, right? But, but you can be a little off or you can be a lot off. If you can get everybody behind it, you're, you're going to find a way to succeed as a group. And so disagree and commit lets people get involved in the decision and then rally behind it. Well, that philosophy, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's such a great saying too. Uh, you know, and it's, 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 and it, it really does mean a lot because you do want to- Amazon uses it. Uh, I just read their, their shareholder uh, report and, and, and Jeff Bezos really went, went through a, a lot of that uh, philosophy, right? And so, you know, the sort of the, the urgency, right? Like, like, like we're, you know, we're in the market right now um, and things are, you know, are, are going really well for Black Duck. We're growing, but we could be growing faster. We could be bringing new things to market. We could be trying new things. And, and, and the longer we wait, the, the more opportunity we miss. Right. And so, you know, so urgency is, is really the, the other thing that I look for in people. You know, do, do they want to win? Do they want to win now? And not, you know, not sometime, you know, way down the road. So uh, with all that, what keeps you awake at night? Um, I think missing a trend, right? Missing, you know, in, in, in not, not seeing something that's changing, uh, in the marketplace or in our data or in our customers, um, and, and not having the visibility that I want, uh, into those things and not, or not being able to analyze it and, and internalize it and then, you know, not being able to act on it. Right. And so that, you know, I, I spend a lot of time trying to, trying to figure out what I don't know. Um, whether that's in the data or in marketing or in the markets, um, and uh, and then try not to miss these things. But but you know, you know, there, there's 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 so much happening in the world, uh, you know, and, and 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 it could be very easy to to let an upstart come in and, and try to take our, some market share from us, or, or to to miss a trend inside of our customers, like like DevOps, right? The DevOps is a really big thing in, in software development right now. Um, you know, and in, 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 uh, you know, in, in, if we miss these things, we create huge opportunities for, for other people to come in and take the market away from us. Good insight. So tell me a little bit about your thoughts on, since you are a software company, what's your thoughts around technology, especially um, as it begins to impact marketing? Do you have what, everything that you think you need? Do you need more? Do you need less? Are you making the most of what you have? Well, that's a that's a really great question. That you know, I, I think I think I think Black Duck marketing is probably one of the most technically or technology advanced marketing departments. Um, you know, we we use tools where they make sense to help us do just about everything that we're we're trying to accomplish. Um, the the one thing that I, I do tell my my team though is you know when you're looking at marketing technology. Got to get. You have to get past the the fluff, right, and the promises. 
you know, if, if we don't have a process in place, you know, to, um, I don't know, to, to, to take customer testimonials and, 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 you know, give them to sales that they can use them in, in conversations. If we don't have that in our DNA, buying a tool that does all of that for us isn't going to help us, right? If we don't, mm-hmm. if we don't know how to analyze deals, right, and figure out, you know, you know what's influencing those deals. Buying a tool that that automates all of that isn't going to help us out, right? And so, so I spend a lot of time when we look at at these tools, stripping away the promises and trying to figure out, you know, are we already doing it, and can this tool help us do it faster? Do we understand what we, we should be doing with it, and can this tool? actually enable us to to do something we can't do today um you know but but it really comes from understanding i've just you know i I, i've signed too many invoices for marketing tools that you know that that sounded really good and that that end up getting mothballed and then kicked out within you know after the first year uh renewal comes around and so so i don't i don't like that i don't like it's not fair to the vendors right they're spending a lot of time building stuff that that's going to help us but it's definitely not fair to my team because then they get held accountable for, for something that they weren't ready to try to implement. Sure, no, that makes a lot of sense. So what, what are you being held accountable for with your boss, and then what do you hold your team accountable for? Yeah, it's really easy. Um, you know, we're, we're a growth company. We're being held accountable for helping grow revenue. Um, Perfect. You know, That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really simple. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to measure. Um, people don't tend to disagree about bookings, right? They either had them or you didn't have them. Um, you know, but, but as we go backwards towards, well, what, what predicts revenue, you know, you start getting into pipeline development. Um, and, and it's one of the areas that, that I really spend a lot of time, uh, aligning sales and marketing around, uh, is, is the, the, the sales qualified lead, right? The, the stage zero or stage one opportunity, um, <clears throat> and trying to figure out, you know, how do we work better together to get more of those so that the sales reps can have more. Uh, more shots and more at bats and, and bring in more revenue. Um, and so, so we, we look at that quite a bit um, between sales and marketing as a, as a joint metric that we own together. Well, I think it's one of the best metrics that you can have and it, and it certainly drives a lot of alignment. Well, I, uh, this has gone really fast. I can't, I can't believe we got through 15 minutes already. So I just uh, loved hearing about your perspectives, especially on your people and, and how you're managing them. We are out of time, so I don't know. We might have to do another round in a, in a couple of weeks. But, Bob, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. It was fun. You bet.